It's a bad advice show. Good, good, good. Good afternoon, good morning, good night. It is the Bad Advice Show. I am Gordon Baker Bone. And without any delay, to my right, hailing from the water town of the South, New Orleans. Mel, everybody. Don't say water around me. (laughs) (laughs) And to my left, you know him as the dad. Simone Russell, everybody. Just the dad. Just the dad. What's happening? <laughs> Nothing much. Oh, That's what man. happens when you have kids. Yeah. You're whoever's mama. Yeah. Or daddy. And I got it five. I got it five times over. So I'm just a daddy. You don't even have mm-hmm. an identity anymore. I don't. I don't even have a last name or a name. Yeah. <laughs> last name. <laughs> Crazy. First name. First name gone. Man, I'll be looking at y'all parents and just shaking my head. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> wow. Fuck you. That's why Hello, Janet mama, ain't giving you her schooner money. <laughs> Your attitude is raggedy. What are you mm-hmm. talking about? She's reaping the benefits of being a, with a terrible person that wasn't around. And now she gets back pay. Damn, yo. This country is great. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I know people have told me I shouldn't laugh at that, but it's kind of funny. Could you imagine having a trust that is your child support turns into like trust? <laughs> that so that. much of it, it turns into an annuity. It's just you got to call JG Wentworth to get all your money at the same time. <laughs> Yo, I'm so happy for. Oh, uh, what you're saying? Uh, no, you, I'm, I'm I'm happy for it too. I was just. Thinking about that schooner, and we talked about it plenty of times on the show, and her in the captain's hat. And (laughs) (laughs) I'm happy for her, but I'm not happy for her because do you understand how difficult that was to be going without that much money? Yes, I needed it. Look, like I can, I look and I laugh at it from this side of the fence, right? But like going, going. Oh, we lost Gordon. A babysitter. People need you. There's bad teachers out there. But with that being said, my mom did a lot of work, and I'm happy for it because this is like a, a pre-retirement fund for her. And I'm, yeah, she deserves it. Every mom deserves it. Every parent deserves it. Every good parent deserves it. Well said. Well said. Yeah. I want to talk to y'all because I had a tragedy happen in my life, and I wasn't able to tell y'all about it because y'all live in my phone, and my phone got broken, and I it was goddamn, goddamn tragedy. And I just I realized in that moment when it happened how fucking dependent I had become on my phone. Because for one thing, I did it at work, and I realized I didn't know how to get to my house for my job without GPS. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instead of watching the roll and learning the route, I've been dependent on GPS telling me the turns. I was like, I can't get out of DC. I'm stuck in DC. <laughs> oh my God. Damn. Wow. I like, after the one time I go somewhere with the GPS, I take mental notes with the GPS as I'm going. And then after one or two times of going somewhere, it's locked into memory. I Like, I can I- do it. I hear you, but DC is a different beast. I'm convinced that DC actually, the streets actually shift. 
so that move, it's impossible. Move. Yeah. It's like the staircases in Harry Potter. It really is. You know why or, I think or, or like the or the folding buildings in Doctor Strange. It's just a mirror. It's just yeah. a mirror dimension. Like New York has a grid system that goes by numbers which is easy for some people. DC, I think, confuses a lot of people because you guys have alphabets and states. And <laughs> you got to go past, like, New York Avenue on Q Street. You're like, what the fuck? Where am I? And the thing is, everything is in order, but it still doesn't make sense because it's not... Yeah, yeah. It doesn't That's... go in a straight line. It goes in no. curves. You have loops and all kinds of nonsense. So on top of a grid, there's a grid with squiggly lines. That's just yeah. <laughs> it was built to confuse assassins. That's my story. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it was that's... built to be hard to uh built to be hard to invade because I guarantee you, if Russia came over here, they'd be like, if they get stuck on Rock Creek Parkway, they'd be like, you know what? Give up. I don't. I don't. I don't know what K Street is, and I can't find Independence Avenue. Fuck, it, I don't even know what. DC is like a Roach Motel. You could check in. Can't yeah. check out. Can't yeah, man. Yes, yeah, like having to be an assassin and navigate a roundabout, very difficult. <laughs> <laughs> I cried trying to get home taking Connecticut Avenue once. Oh, oh man. Mm. It was between one of those traffic, loops that got me. Yeah, between the traffic and the loops, you can fuck around and turn the right rack back where you came from. I was going to just live there. I don't know what my kids were going to (laughs) do. I live here now. I remember I had to make a right, and then they told me to take a roundabout. I went around that bitch multiple times when I could Mm -hmm. just made the simple right. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. But that's all, that's all, that's all coming back to the dependency on the phone. Like, how long, like, Gordon, you lose your phone a lot. I have a procedure now when I lose my phone. What do you do? (laughs) How do you get in touch with people? Okay, for those that lose their phone a lot, you gotta have Google on your phone. First things first, you get on get onto a laptop or a computer. You type in "find my phone" and it'll punch in the last location of your phone. If it's like me and got locked in someone's Uber, they try to drive away with it. You can actually go to that Uber driver's house and knock on the door and go give it back. That has happened twice. <laughs> And or you have to, you can locate it that way. Secondly, you can back up everything through your phone provider. I have T-Mobile. T-Mobile has a terrific return policy on lost phones. It will cost you $150. I know this very well because they will send you a phone within 24 hours if you lose a phone. And then you can actually get that money back if you could find, locate your phone and return it back to them. It's a weird, wild process. But yeah, that... Going that first 24 hours without a phone? Oh, man. I don't wish that on my enemy. And you can't even have a repass because you can't get Uber Eats. No. You can't even have no chicken. You can't get no Korean fried chicken like I've requested at my funeral because who's going to order it? And you don't even know my screen name. Oh, man. Oh, man. Damn, Sarome. Do you remember all your passwords? Hell no. I was lost. (laughs) Yo, no, it was yeah. just the simplest shit. I tried to take a shit and didn't know what to do with my hand. I was just waving them in the air like I just don't care because I didn't know I had anything to scroll. Oh, man. Second worst thing, not quite as bad as losing your phone, but getting a new card and not putting it in your digital wallet. Ooh. Physically having to pull out a card like a peasant. Mm. 
<laughs> I forgot my wallet once. And I was like in an Uber and I was like, no big deal. I'll just put it on. I just use Apple. <gasps> I didn't put my card on Apple Pay. It was a tragedy. Oh it's like God. you never worked in your life. It's oh. like you have no money whatsoever. We are digital slaves. Okay, that's Slave. overstating. Well, but we are very get... dependent on our devices. Yeah, I don't, I physically don't pull out a card to pay for anything anymore. I remember when Tap Pay first came out, I immediately put it on my phone because I thought it was the just, I love technology. So I threw it on my phone and I love showing people that their equipment can take Tap Pay without them even knowing. I was doing it at bars that they didn't even know they had it. Like I would just walk behind a counter and put it next to their machine. <laughs> pay for your drinks. Like a person who just does unsolicited magic magic tricks. Yes, exactly. Freaks people out. I remember I, I did tap pay in West Virginia and they looked at me like I was a black wizard. <laughs> did they try to worship you or stone you? Oh, they wanted yeah, me out of town. They wanted me out of town play. immediately. Immediately. <laughs> immediately. I, I think he thought I stole, I was stealing, but he couldn't prove it. <laughs> yeah. Some bitch just took money out of the tail. <laughs> Plot twist. He was going to think that no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> but he thought he stole his digital money. This son of a bitch came in here, took my computer money, <laughs> put his phone next to my, put his phone next to my goddamn register. It rung up. I don't know how he did it, but I think he stole 3678. I, I think he's one of them black hackers. A blacker. He's a black hacker. <laughs> Yo. Can we get a team of blackers to uh, hack into mail? Maybe uh, whoever's running the mortgages right now. Yes. Yeah. I want a team of blackers to expedite my fucking Equifax money. That's what the fuck I want. Yeah. Where the fuck is my Equifax money? You talking about that 125? No, I'm talking about the other part of it. I, I haven't gotten a 125 either, though. I ain't either. <clears throat> Man, maybe we should do that. We should form a team of blackers. <laughs> There's it's the 125 plus whatever the settlement is because there's money oh. on top of that. Yeah, son. Gordon, as to your point about us forming a team about blackers, I don't know if you ever seen me work a laptop, but I definitely <laughs> went to public school in Georgia. I still use a mouse. I had to, yeah. You have to get number sequences in the right order to be a hacker, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Not kid dyslexia. Oh man, we need to make yeah. this black. I need a black hacking group, just a, a group of highly sophisticated black hackers that listen to Silk and Shah as they hack into corporations. <laughs> I'll right. be the hacker yeah. hype man. Yeah, I'll do that shit. I can walk around and smoke cigarettes with a clipboard and keep people on task, but I'm not. I can't do nothing with it. I'm gonna be the spliff star of hackers. Nice. Oh, that's different. Hey, if you were a black hacker, what would your music of choice be as you hacked into corporations? Um, Mel? Curtis Mayfield. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. All them bongos, you be working. Oh, yeah. You be working. Absolutely. Oh, man. Mine would be Sade. Must be an angel mm. by my side. <laughs> Gonna take this you forever. <laughs> no, I, I plan on being passionate as I hack into corporations. 
<laughs> oh, I'm just gonna say it's gonna take you forever at that tempo. Gordon, a tender hacker. <laughs> yeah, the tender hacker, the tender blacker. Oh man! So, what would your <laughs> song or artist of choices be? What would you listen to? Anita Baker. I want niggas caught up in the rapture. <laughs> Oh man! All right. I want to thank everybody for joining us on our space last week. That was dope. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah! Before we get, thank y'all. We had people jump in and talk. We met a black horticulturist from Detroit. We met. A, oh, it was. It, we learned so much about Detroit in our last episode, and I in the Twitter space rather. And then what else did we do? Oh, Gordon came in at the end, and yep. Yes, I came in late, and I with judgment. With oh. Judgment. Y'all were talking about pig butts, and I. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was if, just if you want to steer the conversation. Okay. Chitlins. Be on time. Okay. Be You're absolutely time. right. Yeah, the right. out of that. See we yeah, talk that about chitlins a lot. <laughs> you let two motherfuckers from below to Mason Dixon run shit, and so yes, mm-hmm. you might fucking walk in on a conversation about chitlins. That's what mm-hmm. happens. That's you want to talk about Jersey shit? You're absolutely right. I did feel like a Donald Glover and community walking in the room and y'all just set everything on fire. Yeah, pretty much. But it was a good time. Thank you, everybody, for doing that space with us. We're going to do that again at at seven. Was it seven or eight? I want to say it was seven. Seven. Yeah, Yeah, seven Eastern Standard Time. Yes, it was. Seven Eastern Standard Time. You guys can get some of the spaces. Why do I say it like that? Eight was that hearing, baby, Bubba. Yeah. Ooh. Let's speak on that. And on at the beginning of that space, we said somebody going to jail. Yep. And Friday we found out somebody going to jail. Yeah. Because Steve Bannon, if he does Uh. not decay before sentencing, (laughs) is going to do a little time. Now it's not related to the hearing. It's related to him telling the telling Congress to suck his dick. But twice. Steve Bannon got found for two different charges, found guilty for what? Two different charges of contempt of Congress? Yeah, two different subpoenas. Because he missed Mm -hmm. it once and then he missed it again. Because he was he actually when they went through the facts of the case and stuff, he had been on his the new Trump social media site saying, I'm not gonna do this shit. I'm disobeying the order. The thing about being a white man is that you're going to find out it's somebody whiter than you. Every time. You trying to say someone got out white? He got out whited. Hmm. You can't tell a collective group of white men what the fuck you ain't going to do. They, they don't will understand to figure out. They will, they will figure out a way to do it. You can get away with that shit with Barack Obama. Yeah, you can hmm. tell him you fucking subpoena. Let's be real. You can say you lie and not get in no trouble. Oh, man. I'm not saying it's right, but it's the truth. It's the truth. And he found out. He fucked around and found out. Mm-hmm. I wonder what the sentencing is going to be. How many years can you get for contempt of Congress? I think it's like a year. I think it's maximum a year. He's not going to. It's a minimum of 30 days. Okay. And maximum a year. And I, we still don't know how this is going to play out, but... As it stands right now, we're looking at a minimum of 30 days, and I believe the maximum is a year, plus mm-hmm. fines up to $100,000. Yep, I see so it right if, now. If I it's had anything, that. if I had to guess, it would be minimum time, maximum fine. Yeah. 
if he just to see him in the orange jumpsuit is going to give me joy in my little black heart. I would pay to not see that nigga in orange because he's really going to look like a dissolving corpuscle. He's just so fucking gross. He just he gonna look like some shit off of Dr. Pimple Popper. You like, oh, that, yes. that's a sebaceous cyst right now. That's <laughs> irritated. That's irritated. He got the, you got to get the sack wall on that one. On that one, to just keep coming back. It's like a dilated pore of wine or came to life. <laughs> and if you're not into the gross shit that me and Mel are talking about, go down the rabbit hole on YouTube for Dr. Pimple Popper and come see us in six hours because you're gonna be there for a while. Y'all want to know what my new thing is? My new gross thing? Bad advice. Have I talked about this on the show before? No. How I love (laughs) earwax extraction videos. Oh, Yo. It's like pimple popper, but without the gunk. Or without the gushy gunk. Yeah. Because it's more of, oh, yo. There is nothing more gratifying than like a clean earwax pull. I just be like, yes. No, you need the Jobson horn for that one, nigga. Like, bad. How do people get their ears to that point? I don't understand how much gook. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Some of it is environmental. Between the environment, different bodies produce different. It's just like skin. Like some of us okay. produce more oil. Some of us produce more sebum. Some people produce more earwax. There was oh. one person, they have to come in. They had some kind of condition where they had to come in every couple weeks to get their ears professionally clean and they went the max and it was (laughs) it's like I don't know it's fascinating to me because I don't like blood and gunk but I do like cleaning things so I don't like squishy liquidy gunk I like solid gunk that you could just like that's a my first piece of bad advice hit us on the hashtag and tell us what are your gross things you're watching? Because we know you're watching the shit. Because I know you got something. You got something that you're watching that's gross as shit. If you're a little bit one of my friends. I'm sorry. Go ahead. One of your friends. No, one of my friends tried to put me on an ingrown toenails, but that's too much. There's blood involved. Oh, in I can't do that. Yeah, I, I tried to watch that. And mm-mm. when he flipped that fucking toenail up, I was like, all right. I was like, yeah. No, 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 no. Is this what y'all do with y'all time? Yes. It's funny that you brought up earwax because I just I just learned the miracle that is Marshalls and TJ Maxx. Janet has put me on to this magical place that you can get pointless knickknacks for your house for the cheap. And I just bought one of those like reusable earwax removal things. Like it looks like a screw and you can actually screw out the earwax out of your ear safely. I saw that. And bringing it back home, that's what Steve Bannon looks like. Yeah, he <laughs> Like an earwax pull. Well, like a like gunky a, one. A gunky one. You pull it out and then it looks you in the face and say, Blacks are tearing this country apart. And then you throw it away. Looks like that mucus monster that be in the commercials. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Not Lamisil. You said Mucinex. Yes. yes, sorry. Yeah. The one that be wearing the wife beater. He looks like a professional Mucinex character. <laughs> Yeah, he looks like the Mucinex character in the Lamisil monster had a butt baby. Because <laughs> he's yellow, he's 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 kind of he's I don't know he's sallow. I don't know what that color is on this face. 
saw that dude whistling at him as he was trying to make a speech. I thought that was the most hilarious thing I've seen in quite some time. Steve Mann was really trying to make his point. Is there someone with a whistle? Just as simple as a whistle. <laughs> Just kept blowing it as he was talking. And it was distracted. And it didn't let him get his point across. More whistles, guys. <laughs> More whistles. More all of it. Caused a lot of trouble with a whistle. Yes, you damn. You bring a whistle and make people come to a dead stop on the sidewalk. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I do. If only to say, who the fuck has a fucking whistle? (laughs) Some heads are gonna whip around. See, like a whistle is one of those sounds that people instantly listen to. And another thing that I enjoy doing, you ever been in public in a loud place and like no one's paying attention to you? I do this in like cafeterias and mall food courts. I just go, and literally everyone around me quiets down. I did it multiple times. (laughs) I've never done that because I'm usually the one being loud. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's in your genetics. You come from a loud family, you told us. Y'all so yeah. My brother-in-law says that we talk in stereo. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm very loud. Oh, man. I like the quiet. I don't like, I'm loud on stage and like in performances. But outside of that, I like a good quiet, a nice library, a nice bookstore. Silencio. Oh, no, I enjoy quiet. It's just that I talk like a megaphone. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm a theater child. I project. She projects from the diaphragm, she speaks. From the diaphragm. You talk loud during like foreplay? Is that something people do? Are there loud talkers <laughs> during foreplay? <laughs> I, I don't think I am, but <laughs> I wouldn't count it out. You count it out. Just just male, very, very stern as hand. Suck it, boy. <laughs> Oh yeah! <laughs> oh my god! What if what if I think I'm being sexy, but I sound like my man Randy? <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> yeah, brother. That's right, brother. Bite that nipple, brother. Come on, brother. <laughs> Oh man. Oh, that was ridiculous. Very ridiculous. Steve Bainer. <laughs> yeah. He has led us astray yet again. Oh, oh what a terrible, terrible person. Be uh, the clitoris. Uh, you gotta beat the clitoris. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. It was I wasn't gonna rest until I said it. Okay. Oh my god. Sometimes you just gotta get it out. Oh, I want to talk about this. I wanted to come from the hearings. Did y'all see the part where they played Trump outtakes and bloopers from oh. him? <laughs> Were you surprised? Because that's exactly what I expected it to look like. I, I just never thought I would see the actual footage. And I know he probably saw that and was like, I, it wasn't like that. And it's right there. It's right there. <laughs> but the thing is, stuff like that, I don't think they, that's like, property of the government yes so you can't delete shit yeah yeah I so i figured we would see something like that because 
let's keep it very real. The part of the point of the last one was to embarrass as many people as possible. Yes. Which oh, yeah. they did a good job of that with Trump and Josh the running man. <laughs> he, he was gone. And the thing about it, it's not individually, it would not be funny that this you, you've got this mob. This person is running for his life. This is yeah. This is, and there are a lot of people that wasn't, but the reason it was so ridiculous for him is this is your shit. You egg this on. And mm-hmm. then when the shit that you egged on got real, now you want to run? Mm. Oh, it, I, <laughs> part of this makes me go, damn, they really are embarrassing the hell out of uh, that administration. Then I started to realize, oh, they did this to themselves. <laughs> right. They embarrassed themselves because this is what we saw the whole time. Yes. This is just really showcasing it, but they did this the entire time. There was always somebody pointing out their inconsistency, the hypocrisy, their cowardice in certain things. Like you can look at how adamant they were about a lack of gun reform after Uvalde, but at the NRA where Trump spoke no guns were allowed in the room. You know what I mean? So there's always been that cowardly moment where you saw that they don't practice what they preach. They definitely don't walk the talk. No. That nigga got his shaggy on and shaggy is listen. Leave. <laughs> you got the skedaddling. That's what that was. That wasn't even running. That was skedaddling. Did y'all see the Twitter account that put that video to multiple songs? I did. <laughs> Great use of technology. Which was your favorite? <laughs> the Benny Hill. <laughs> yeah. That was my favorite. And right past, right by that one was Chariots of Fire. Yes. <laughs> what an excellent use of the internet. And as much as, as funny as that one was, I thought the one where he was coming down the stairs was even funnier because it's like, this nigga is still running. <laughs> like, oh, damn. He didn't, he didn't stop. Because he knew. He knew. And this the one, didn't he have a bulletproof vest on that thing? Wasn't that the... He's the one who had on the vest, right? He might have. He might have. And he was still like, oh, this ain't going well at all. I have riled up these rednecks and I ain't playing for this shit today. I ain't even got on my good shoes. You know what always I'm always reminded of about that terrible day of January 6th? That there was actually a gallow. They there were there was a gallow out and about. Someone put up a noose. And I don't understand how any minority could be around anything like that and see i would be so distracted as soon as i see a noose i'm like nah i can't be around this this is too many white folks there's a noose here i know history i'm out of here <laughs> i'm out of here no way it's the same thing if you bring up a cornhole game at your barbecue i'm out <laughs> but these people think that their adjacence to whiteness is going to protect them yeah, I that's mean. true. Mm, listen, that's I, why Paul Mooney talked about the nigga wake up call. Mm-hmm. You gonna get oh. it? It's gonna come for you. I miss Paul Mooney. Side note: I'm really creeped out by celebrity accounts that are kept run by their family after they passed away. Yo, Chadwick Boseman's account tweeted today, and I was like, "What the fuck?" 
fuck? Yeah. Like, yeah, I appreciate I, keeping it alive, but like. Hell, Michael Jackson speaks every six to seven weeks. <laughs> the only person I ain't heard from is Prince. And you won't. <laughs> no. They're already getting haunted for all the shit they're doing at Paisley Park. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he definitely flying around that bitch with a humongous purple robe on a purple dragon just blowing fire. Just, I don't know damn well y'all do this to my legacy. Hologram what? <laughs> I don't picture Prince uh, flying around. I picture Prince walking very sassily as a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> just slow walking and staring at you with them big ass eyes. Mm. That would be terrifying. As much as I love Prince, if I saw Prince in the Spectre form, I'm out of here. <laughs> Nigga, Purple Rain was good, but not enough for me to hang around for no Hank. No, sir. Oh. You saying Hank never stops being hilarious. <laughs> I mean, that's what they are. Well, yeah, but, but it's like you and me are the only people who I know that use it. Yeah, I think so. Is it called uh, a Hank? Hank. Hanks. Oh, I thought. See, I thought you were saying Hank this whole time, and every time you said it, I just I always pictured. I, I always pictured Tom Hanks as a ghost. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Hmm. Spell H A I N T. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm not going. I'm not going to Google that because I, I feel like that's crazy. Oh, something will jump out your phone. See. See, that's another thing too. I just. Speaking of phones and Hanks and all that stuff, I just recently saw the. Cre- There's a thread of people posting creepy rain footage. Has have y'all been seeing this? No, no rain footage. Rain, like ring doorbells. Like sometimes oh. a ring doorbell will go off, and you would hear just mysterious voices, and you don't see anything, or you see shadows, and. That type of shit, I don't think I want to ring. I don't want to ring doorbell at all. Because like they just somebody just posted a video of just the ring doorbell getting a notification and a voice saying, Let me in. Let me in. No. And nobody was on the screen. (laughs) Hell no. That's one of those things I'd rather not know. I'd rather not know there's a goddamn ghost trying to get in my house and it's smart enough to use technology. But I feel like that's something like, isn't ring hackable? I feel like ring is very hackable, right? I think it is hackable, but again, who, what kind of asshole does that? (laughs) If you got the technology and the knowledge to do that, go do something better. Go get rid of all the debt (laughs) in America. Hack into something. Don't do that. Mm -mm. Somebody not scared of getting shot. <laughs> now I've been meaning to talk to you about this. Since you've been back in New Orleans, you've been dishing out bullets quite, quite a bit. <laughs> I just don't like it. I don't have time. I'm old. Like I'm too old to be fighting. Fighting is exhausting. Fighting is exhausting. I'm 45. I'm about to go through menopause. It's hot. No. You definitely will close all your rings in one fight. Yeah. I'm not doing that. But if I if my ring light go off and ain't nobody out there, I'm gonna put all the holes in my front door. Did you see the one? <laughs> did you see the one when it was a bug? It was a bug. Yes. Was, now that was hilarious. Yeah, it, I think it was a roach. It was a, a roach. roach yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> I heard y'all was cooking. <laughs> Smell like greens in there. Oh, sweet Jesus. Y'all oh. be putting y'all food up before you go to bed? Oh, you got to put your food up. Oh, man. I had to explain that to my roommate. The one that had the cat girlfriend, he never put his food away. <laughs> Yo, I just pictured her on up on the goddamn stove eating out of the house. I just imagine her sitting on a sofa with her leg lifted up, licking it. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that Gordon daring him to say something. I never would. I never would. I would just stare and then look away. <laughs> Fucking disbelief. She won. She won every she won every interaction y'all had because she's committed to that shit. Yeah. But she would like scurry around exactly like a cat. You know how a cat don't bother you and it's in the house and you just like, fuck, okay. <laughs> it was exactly like that. Oh man, what a weird couple. Huh. <laughs> I'm getting flustered thinking about it. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, speaking of other things going on in the world, everyone, if you can, go get yourself vaccinated for monkeypox because apparently it's happening. People are getting sick from the monkeypox. Have it. Like they're trying. They were trying to market it as an STD because it started. Notice that. Yeah, they. It started among. They were really giving it the age treatment. Honestly, how they did. Very much so. It started among. Or this current break outbreak started among gay men. And that's how it spread because it was like right around pride. So you've got mm -hmm. people who are in close contact. It's a skin to skin disease. It's not just sexual contact. It's just contact. A bunch of gay men at the same event and gay men are more conscious of things like skin lesions and getting those things checked out. So it's not that gay men necessarily were the only ones who had it they were the only ones who were really following up and getting checked out and now we're starting to see like it's spreading among children and that type of thing because there were people who were out going about their daily business trying to get pedicures and shit and it's like bitch you <laughs> you have lesions <laughs> what in a doctor pimple popper is going on here get the fuck out of my water get out of my chair if you don't get no motherfucking alligator hooks out of here <laughs> And people will find any reason to be ignorant and phobic ignorant and, and whatever else. It. Yeah. So it's like, well, it's an outbreak among gay men. Yes, because this, yes, this is happening and this is the group right now. But if we're dealing with an outbreak, gay men don't just touch touch each other and stay around themselves. You hug, you whatever. And also not all men who engage in gay sex are only having sex with men. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like they were blaming a lot of it on bisexual men. And, uh, familiar much? Yeah. 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 Age treatment all over again. So it's we need so... to get away from the stigma that it's a STD. It's just a touch disease. It's it's a fucking skin to skin, like Mel said. Exactly. They need to be serious about it. And they need to roll out. The vaccine rollout has been horrible. There are lines around the goddamn corner. It's just, ugh. And the thing that you have to know, there are two different vaccines. 
that are available. Because if you have conditions like eczema and other skin conditions, you there's the one vaccine, the vaccine that begins with a J. I can't remember the name. Please don't say Johnson. Please don't say Johnson. No, 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 no. It's, I feel like one begins with an S and one begins with a J. And the one that begins with a J that is not Johnson that I am looking for right now. You know, why are you looking for that? You know what just blows my mind about this, like the vaccine and the way it's being rolled out, not as quickly. I know they're doing it as quickly as possible, and there there has to be like protocols and make sure that every state has it accessible. But just the fact that it's a touch disease, and you're making people wait in line where there's a high chance of touching someone, <laughs> freaks me out. Right, not the smartest shit. <laughs> it's the name of the one that I was talking about is Gineos. It's J-Y-N-N-E-O-S. Okay. This is made with non-replicating, with a non-replicating live virus. And that's what makes it better for people who have weakened immune systems, pregnant people, people with HIV, people with atopic dermatitis, all of that good stuff. The other one, if you don't have those conditions, that's fine for you. But if you have a weakened immune system, Gineos or Genios is the one for you. There's another one, ACAM 2000. And that's the one that is, that has the replicating component. So if you don't have, if you don't have a weakened immune system, that yeah. one's fine for you. I don't care what you call it. I want it. I'm going down there to fall in the goddamn syringe, man. And, <laughs> and even with that one, even if you me. don't, even if you don't have the conditions I mentioned before, if you have an immunocompromised person in your household and how many of us don't, you would want to watch that because they right. can get the infection because you will, you're inoculated with a mild virus, basically. Right. I saw this one TikTok of a woman who had monkeypox and she was going to multiple people and they did not know what monkeypox was or how to test it. And they told her she was fine. And she walked around with monkeypox for quite a while and she was touching her face and her face rolled up. So people, if you see something, go get tested. There's nothing wrong with going to get tested. I know people get nervous about getting tested. I like getting tested. Helps me know I'm clean. And even, even if we get away, because we should probably get away from clean, dirty, because we all go outside. We don't know. We don't know. Oh, no. He meant clean in the sense of horror. Yes. He was talking about horror. In the yeah, sense I, of, yeah. I know, but even with that, we don't <laughs> know. <laughs> it's not we don't know like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We I'm don't want to call people dirty. I'm not necessarily what it yeah. is. Mel it's just like these. These diseases are extremely, like they can be transmitted through basic everyday whatever. Yes. And that's a- Just a simple touch. Get yourself checked out, stay on top of it. And there's still so much that we have to learn about monkeypox. Another thing that the ACAM, ACAM 2000, if you have cardiac disease, eye disease treated with steroids, Congenital or acquired immune deficiency disorders, so that's HIV, and it, whatever, you, if you're taking immunosuppressive medicines, atopic dermatitis, infants less than 12 months of age or pregnant, you have you would want to go with that other vaccine, the Gineos vaccine. 
it's See, this is and tough. the government ain't telling us none of this at all. The other day, or today actually, I was looking at this lady. There's this meme going around, and it's this voice saying, "People ask what I'm what I'm doing, and it's I'm pursuing pleasure and blah blah blah." And she's just having a good old time doing a handstand, talking about her handstand practice and everything. But she's doing it on one of those walkways in a airport. Girl, a corona and a monk is out here. What the fuck are you doing? You're going to get foot and ass disease. Get your hands off the goddamn floor. Yeah. It's, it's still here. We're still in a pandemic. Now we're in a double one. Just we're in a double pandemic. Get off I, the fucking floor in an airport, okay? I don't understand how... I don't understand how people are forgetting or just overlooking or just willfully being ignorant about COVID still. There are so many people still catching COVID. There's some there's a monkeypox, like you just said, still going around. And people, <clears throat> sorry, I'll just I don't know if they're ignoring it or just just putting being an ostrich putting their head in the sand. We have become the generation of dissociation, and it is absolutely ridiculous to watch for me, for somebody who appreciates reality, because yeah, you cannot sit in the tragedy of what's going on around you, but there's a certain concern or consciousness that is lacking that just frustrates me. And everybody, like we've dissociated so hard, you can feel empty. I've done it. Like I've really had to check how hard I've dissociated and how debilitating that can be when you have to deal with real life and real life is going to show up whenever the fuck it wants to. Yes. Ding dong. <laughs> I'm here. Oh. Oh. All right. We had that time of the show where we go around, the, we go around the horn and ask each other what we're doing. And first I want to talk about something very important though, because you posted a picture today and it seemed like you were trying to upset the natural order of everyday life. Oh, so. In that you did not want Cool Breeze to put Lil Baby in the box. Oh, yeah. It is the divine right of the older sibling to put the younger <laughs> sibling in a box or a suitcase. This has been the rule, the law, damn it, yeah. since time immemorial. And yeah. he your ass come. Yeah. What's up I, with that? Yeah. You know what it was? I had told him not to. And he just looked at me like I gotta put it in the box. I don't I don't know what you're talking about. Like I bet she jumped in the right box here. too. She got she got yeah, right See? in the damn box. See, you minding business that's not yours. Yeah. As Wouldn't long as it's nobody, not the dryer or the refrigerator, concern. you cool. Oh, yeah. I just had concern. And he shipped out of there. Like he had been working for Amazon for six months already. <laughs> he folded the shit out of that box. Oh, man. My, my little sisters love, like when we get packages and I would put them in a box, they love that shit. It's, it was so funny to watch. I was just like, why are you? We had, you know what came in that box? Toys that we spent money on. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes a kid just needs a cardboard box. But like, are you mad with them for maximizing everything that you brought in the house? Like you looking at it the wrong way. 
if they just straight up start playing with the toy, they're going to get bored with the toy. Before they deal with the toy, they're going to wear out that box first. Then they get to the toy. They're helping you. You're saying I can get three more weeks out of the house house fun levels by letting them play with the box. Just let them play with the damn box. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, just go down to Home Depot, buy some boxes. (laughs) They will lose their minds. Yo, they ain't but three fifty a piece. I might be able to save some money. The funny part is, if you get a box big enough, and I, I know this from working in industrial plants and shit like that in factories of my whole life, if you get a box big enough, a person will go inside the box. Like they, they cannot help themselves. Like we make fun of cats for getting inside boxes, but I've seen grown ass men when I take like UPSs out of boxes and shit like that. And there's a box is like six feet by six feet by six feet. They will walk in the fucking box. For no reason. Like, what are you doing in the box? Well, I don't know. Just a box. Like, get your grown ass out of here. Think about how many times when there's like those sheds at Home Depot and we like want to walk in them. Why? Why are you walking in this? I'm not going to lie. When one of my new roommates moved in in my last apartment and they went to Ikea and they had these huge boxes because they built a bed. I, I built a mini apartment in my apartment inside a little box fort that I had in the living room. And so what the hell is <laughs> I had a bar in there and a stool and I would just sit and chill in there. And um it was it was dope. <laughs> That's because you're a cat too. Yeah, you're a cat too. That's why that lady was acting like that. She was establishing dominance. <laughs> she was letting you know she if she could have, she would have sprayed and so you wouldn't and have touched her twice. stuff. And not thought twice. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, and man. I, honestly, we don't know that she did. Hey, listen, whatever happened in that room was day business. As long as it- <laughs> man, that was a weird apartment. We used to have a, we had a rule on the wall that said don't come in the sink. Huh. That one was there before I moved in. And I don't know why it was there. <laughs> you never, I never asked. It? No. I just happy it was there. <laughs> Yo, it had to happen three times for somebody to put up a sign, too. Yeah. At least three times. The first time, you don't believe what you saw. It can't be what I'm looking at. (laughs) Ain't no way. The second time, you say, oh, no, this is the last time this shit is going to happen. And then the third time, you got to put the rule up. That's how I'm imagining it goes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I think you're absolutely correct about that. All right, that's my second piece of bad advice. Put a rule up, even if it's as simple as "don't come in the sink." I, I maybe no one's ever came in the sink, but put it put it in writing, <laughs> just in case. Like the second okay. time you're deliberating, I gotta say something about this. Like, how do I have this conversation? How do I open the floor up on this? <laughs> hey, uh, I noticed there was cum in the sink. <laughs> so maybe not next time. Huh? That work for everybody? Yeah, works, works for me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. With that being said, Sarone, what you got coming up this week? <laughs> I tried to get us out of here on a good note, and we ended up with coming. So <laughs> I tried, and we went off the rails at the end. Uh, I'll be at the, the DC Improv coming up soon. And I'll be posting YouTube videos, trying to bring back Ugly Suit News. So hopefully y'all will help me in that. Maybe we can make it part of the Bad Advice Show. 
Hell yeah. I would love that. Mel. So <laughs> following up, come in the sink. I have to talk about my job. So you can see me in the morning on Resispot. I do Resispot's Instagram. I do Mel's Morning Mug. And that's just me covering the most engaged petitions and news items that are grabbing our interest. And I also have a keyword of the day because there are so many functions on Resispot that I really hope y'all start using because this is something that's a lot more Black people can make a lot more use of Resistbot as an organizing and mobilization tool. And I would love, love, love to see that. So check it out. Mel's Morning Mug on Instagram. I'm also on Twitter and I host Twitter spaces there and all that good stuff. And you can find me on my social media, The Gates of Mel. I'm The Gates of Mel everywhere. And yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's all I do. And last but not least, Resist Spot Live at Barrel and Flow Fest. It's going to be a wonderful panel, Culture as Resistance. The festival is August 12th through the 14th. The speaker series where the where the panel is going to be or when the panel is going to be August 12th at 11 a.m. So if you can't make it to Pittsburgh, you can copy yourself a Digi Flow ticket and see it there. Boom. All right. And with that being said, you can find me at Baker Bone on Instagram and Twitter. I am working on my second album, and this one will have so much jokes. I, I don't know why I had a brain fart right there, but I did. But definitely check me out at Baker Bone on Instagram and Twitter, bakerbone.com for all my upcoming show dates. And guys, don't come in the sink. That's that's all I really got to say. <laughs> right, don't forget yeah. Patreon. 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 That advice show. Patreon. You can find us on there. You can get episodes early and that other thing podcast. So do that thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. We out. Yeah. Peace. You have to. I am trying to stop. (laughs)